Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I'm talking about the blockbuster hit, The Last of Us, probably the most successful video game adaptation into narrative anything whether it be tv or film obviously this this show hbo original came out this year 2023 created by neil Druckmann and craig mazin stars pedro pascal and bella ramsey it is for those that don't know this show it is after a global pandemic ever heard of one of those uh, except for this one, destroy civilization. Uh, uh, a hardened survivor takes age uh, takes charge of a 14-year-old girl who may be humanity's last hope. Uh, this is uh, a show that I have no, absolutely no connection to the video game. I don't even care to hear about the comparisons to the video game uh, because I love this show. It is such a great show, and uh, I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how accurate or not accurate it is. Uh, when I haven't even played the game, I have no desire to play the game, but I'm just glad that it is a great show, that there is a great adaptation, a great show. And obviously, I'm sure I've, I have seen online, everybody talks about the show. It's a massive hit. So I have obviously seen online instances where people are comparing little Easter eggs in the show that are similar to the game and, you know, things. And it seems like that side of it, the people who have played the game, are pretty happy with it. But I haven't gone very deep into that, so I can't really offer a, an opinion or give anybody any kind of clarification of how accurate it is to the game. Uh, but as a show, I love it. I would say, like, if you're a fan of the miniseries Station Eleven, uh, then you would probably like that. Also, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, it's kind of, I would say, a combination of Station Eleven and The Walking Dead. I would say it is, you know, obviously very similar, a lot of similarities to a zombie apocalypse, uh, but in a very grounded and real potentially thing that could happen because of climate change and because of nature and how things like this actually do exist in nature so and then but it has like as far as the dramatic aspects of it very similar to station 11 which i was a huge fan of uh that miniseries which is also a hbo original great miniseries so if you're a fan of those two things those two properties then i would say this is a no-brainer um and despite the fact that we are all almost living in a apocalyptic scenario we are it seems like we've been on the verge of an apocalypse for the past i don't know f six years 
right? It seems like it's just been just a couple missteps and we're right in one of these post-apocalyptic wastelands. Um, but this story, The Last of Us, uh, it follows the story of Joel, who's a smuggler who is tasked with uh, taking a teenager named Ellie across uh, post-pandemic world. It's, which is very ravaged by a deadly fungus pandemic, right? Which is a fungus that, uh, you know, in insects, funguses can uh, basically infect insects and take over their body, hijack their body, where the insect itself is, is pretty much dead, but the because the fungus inside of it is utilizing the the biological remains of the insect is able to control it and thus to like crawl to the top of a branch and then sprout the fungus out the top to release its spores uh and the premise of this is basically like because of climate change uh the fungus which cannot survive inside of a human body because of our internal temperature they cannot survive in that but because of climate change these fungus have evolved to begin surviving in higher temperature conditions, thus allowing them to infect humans and control them in a very zombie-like state. I have seen and heard things where they don't like using the word zombie. They don't like the comparison of zombie, even though it is, it is a zombie story, just in a very scientifically plausible reality. Um, so I don't know. It's, uh, I enjoy it. It's so for that, I, I enjoy that kind of grounded, real take of a zombie story. Right. And the, you know, despite the fact, which I think is kind of a common thing for zombie stories, despite the fact that it is like a zombie like story. Uh, it does focus a lot on the human element. And in most zombie stories, movies, etc., you kind of see how devastating humans are and how evil humans are. Uh, so not only is this threat of this fungal infection dangerous, but it's not usually the most threatening thing in these types of stories, which is always a great way to examine just how disgusting humans are, <laughs> how, how kind of evil human nature is, uh, despite the fact all of these, these, uh, these f fictional ideas that following certain lifestyles, uh, will give you morality. Um, when, you know, people are gonna lean good or bad and, you know, when given the opportunity, those who lean bad lean into it and really expose how evil they can be. And this show definitely has those moments, which I'm going to talk about some in spoilers. I'm going to talk about certain episodes and certain aspects of the show that I really like, but I'm trying to keep spoilers out of it. But as most zombie, quote unquote, zombie stories do, definitely makes you afraid of the zombies they are definitely scary right there's different kinds we don't really get to know i feel like through the course of this show as it has been renewed i believe for 
well, the creators have said that part two of the game will probably take multiple seasons to tell. So it seems like this show and the popularity of the show has grown. I guess the finale for the, the season one was far bigger than like the, the growth that this show has seen throughout its run at which, because I mean, word of mouth, it's great. I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. You make something good. You invest in good, like people that want to tell and create good art and you're not focused necessarily on just kind of regurgitating some kind of IP for the sake of regurgitating IP, which I'm not a fan of these remakes, reboots, sequels, and like constant superhero, constant like IP vomit that comes out of most movie studios. To see this kind of exception where it's, and a rare exception where something adapted from a video game has really kind of, there has been a massive struggle for people to accurately or make a compelling adaptation from a video game. And I think this one knocks it out of the park. And I think because it is a video game that provides a world, there are a lot of like world-building aspects to the game. I think that translates very well into... It gives it gives writers and people who want to adapt that a lot of ingredients to work with, and it feels like it seems like I'm very at least uh, satisfied with how they've done it, and definitely like hints at like a bigger like it feels like there's so much more this show can get into, especially that finale. I mean, it really this first season felt like a self-contained like mission right and it leaves at a place where even if season one was the only season it has a satisfying arc for that first season but at the same time because of the world building that they've done and setting up kind of the different dynamics that are going on in this dystopian world definitely leaves it open for like so many more interesting stories to be told which obviously the video games have explored those stories already thankfully i don't know what they are and i don't want to know what they are i prefer going into anything as blind as possible i prefer being surprised and the show great i'm like i'm I, it makes me feel good when something is good and it feels original like it feels like such an original take on the zombie type of story so much so that they don't even want to refer to them as zombies but how could you not how could you not right so you have bella ramsey right amazing performance as ellie she's amazing didn't even realize that she was uh, from Lord of not Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones, which is a show that's so dense, and a show that I watched probably the first few seasons and just couldn't. It was like it's too much work to keep up with that show. Thankfully, this show isn't that, but her performance is amazing as Ellie. You also have, uh, I mean, she's kind of the. Uh, like she she brings like an energy and a heart to this this and like a levity to this show that is very heavy, very brutal 
and brutal things happen. But then there's also moments because she's younger, because she's a kid, that there's this like lively energy that you get in a dystopian reality. Somebody also who grew up in this dystopian reality. And it's nice in the show that we get to see through like flashbacks, we get to see little sections of who she is and how she became who she is. We see her like origin story. Um, but she's like a great, the combination between her and Joel, right? Joel's like the grizzled older guy, jaded, broken, but very experienced, got in his hands, very dirty throughout the course of his life during this kind of reality that he's survived and now tasked to take this girl on a mission to try and help humanity. And that balance between kind of this youthful energy and this older damaged guy is good. The tonally is great, but also kind of the father-daughter aspect, which is also plays into how Joel acts and decisions he's he makes throughout this because he is somebody that before the pandemic before the the I mean the first episode of this we see that he was a father of a daughter right and uh so it, it sets up great dynamics between these two characters which are kind of the main focus and it's interesting also how this show kind of starts off as his story and then it almost passes the baton to tell more of Ellie's story, which I appreciate that as well. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from The Many Faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs and now back to the show and pedro pascal amazing as joel he's both of these actors amazing they're doing great performances i mean you're like it, it i'm like so emotionally connected to both of these characters and the things that these characters have to do and survive and the things they go through are so like i mean they they get you emotionally invested in a way that is it's so compelling and so addictive to keep watching and see what happens to him, right? Supporting cast is also amazing. Uh, solid performances around, especially Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett. Their episode is great. I think it's episode three, long, long time amazing episode which is cool like this show there will be episodes out of the nine that will jump to 
whether it's a flashback for one of our main characters or it's showing another story inside of this world and then of course that story is connected to our main focus our main characters but in that episode episode three very much a standalone episode and in that one episode like you that you could almost have a spin-off series of just that episode long 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 time flesh that out i mean it feels like last man uh, uh last man on earth the comedy series about a guy who you know is it has that kind of feel to it obviously more dramatic love story it is like so epic but definitely has that kind of vibe but you could like split up like just that couple seeing how they lived together in this world and seeing their stories as they grow old together amazing performances from them and a great episode and kind of like nice to step away from our main story just to experience what life was like for other people and see how that plays into the journey that Joel and Ellie are on right um which because of that they pack a lot of content a lot of story into the nine episodes because not all of these things are about Joel and Ellie it, tangentially kind of but right which I've heard people feel, I mean, it does feel at times like the story definitely has to jump forward in time. But I don't really mind, I've heard people be critical of that, but I don't really mind the fact that we are clearly jumping ahead at certain points of this and jumping back in time. Like there's, it is it is not a day-by-day day kind of, type of storytelling like the walking dead would be right where it f not a whole lot of time passes between episodes um and there's not a whole lot of time jumping between flashbacks and things like that so i didn't mind that and i think because it does that it's able to keep the show fresh in a way that may not may be a little bit more stale or laboring just kind of going through almost the same things over and over again but yeah. And the conclude the end of this the end of the season is just like such a gut punch. Such like so many of the episodes is able to really conjure in the audience so many emotions. There's a lot of feels going on in that last episode. Right? And I enjoy the show when it, it does take those moments to breathe, right? Which I don't feel necessarily like it's too dense. Each episode does feel kind of like a self-contained episode. So different from all the other episodes. But still so clearly part of the main through line of this season which I enjoy that it's ability to do both of those things where there's a lot of shows where the only narrative or arc the storytellers are focused on is the overarching arc of the season. Something like stranger things will do this where there's a lot of 
episodes which are just set up and are not the most entertaining like they're designed for binging whereas hbo you know they stagger the release of these episodes old school style and because of that each episode has to be compelling you can't just have a boring episode and then like hope that next week isn't boring like each episode is like so well packaged and contained yet still associated and and important for the overall story and the show explores themes of love obviously perseverance and also queer relationships it's like you know it's uh, very much a more thankfully modern and varied and has a spectrum of characters and emotions and realities that exist within human life which i appreciate that as well right and presenting them no judgment right a complete celebration visually stunning like the fact that it these dystopian cities which it takes place in tons of different locations whether it's big developed cities that have been crumbled and like clearly you see the effects of this kind of reality everybody's living in but then also like wide open wilderness what that's like and it's because it is kind of a road trip show in a way but looks amazing visually stunning and uh you know it's a show that thrills you from the first episode to the last like there is always so much energy in each episode to keep you going and to kind of propel you to the end of it and i think it's it's amazing storytelling it's it's a show that really man it it hurts it hurts at times to watch it but then you know then ellie will pick up her book of puns and just like lighten up or they'll meet somebody that like completely changes the energy and dynamic of everything i love it so i do want to get into spoilers talk about specific episodes specific things uh specific to this so if you haven't seen the last of us highly recommend checking it out if you haven't already guessed it's an amazing show uh but uh you know if you don't want to hear spoilers then here's your warning because i'm going to talk about them because there's some moments in this the show that i love i mean almost every there's so many great moments so many great episodes and i think probably my favorite episodes the ones that really stand out are the ones that are kind of tangentially connected like episode three long long time with nick offerman and murray barrett bartlett sorry right it is it is a a gay prepper story which right you have nick offerman who is this prepper guy which like when he he which usually is a type of person right very conservative type of person which nick offerman is so when it turns into when society collapses this character which i'm sure exists so often in conservative culture where there is the the phobia of being gay is so pronounced that there's so many people who live that kind of lifestyle suppress that aspect about them and pretend so they can fit in with the other people in that culture right 
when society ends, finally able to be true to himself and to have this love story, which that is amazing. The love story is amazing. The performances are, it is like heartbreaking. This, this episode. So such a beautiful episode. But then even like the beginning of the episode really feels like The Last Man on Earth, which is a fun show, a show that I think kind of falls apart towards the end. And I wish actually had continued going. It kind of got canceled when they started doing some interesting stuff. But like that kind of feel of what life is like, right? It's it's almost like that home alone kind of romantic ideal of what happens when you are able to do whatever you want. And nobody's there to, there's no societal, there's no like rules, there's nothing, there's nothing keeping you from doing what you want. And when he's able to kind of fortify his little town into a compound and all, it's like really cool to see. And then even um, more amazing when it turns into this love story, right? Heart-wrenching, emotional, amazing. Nick Offerman, love Parks and Rec, love Parks and Rec. And even, like, it seems like so many times he plays a version of that character, but in very interesting ways. Like, this easily could be his character from Parks and Rec. Very much that kind of anti-government, prepper kind of a guy. But maybe, like in this one, he's like, oh, he's just suppressing who he really is the whole time because culturally where he lands it's not accepting of many other lifestyles other than being a this pretend alpha male kind of a thing this straight alpha male manly man and that you you there's only one way to exist in that kind of cultural reality if you're conservative so love that episode Ali's book of puns right such a fun gag throughout the the show great like moments of of levity and of comedy and just like you know this it's the same ridiculousness of like dad jokes these puns i love it and i love that we get to see the origins of that book in episode seven left behind as well as aspects of who she is as a character we kind of see that herself is you know attracted to the same sex right she has herself is romantically ambiguous to who she's i mean whatever so i love that another like love story within this show told in a offshoot episode but also in that episode we get to see the origins of that book we also get to see Kind of one of the first traumatic things she had to deal with. And like a traumatic thing of like her first kill. And who that first kill is. It is uh, it is hard enough. It is tragic enough and traumatic enough to lose somebody, which I have personal experience with, that moment when you first fall in love with somebody and it's like that very that stage between like before being a couple kind of being having that love 
like that that stage of like just before and just after like this realization that you're into each other right where like emotions are at their peak where like it's like the early stages of like the honeymoon period or just before that and then to have that person be removed from your life because of death like forever removed there's a movie Ige, an Indian film, E-E-G-A, directed by S.S. Rajamuli, who also directed RRR. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend this movie, Ige. It's about somebody who is killed that in that moment where this like realization that the person you love and have loved also has those same feelings as you. And in that movie that person is killed and then reincarnated into a fly, which then seeks revenge on the person that killed him. Amazing movie. But it also illustrates similarly to this show how painful that is to have that person taken away when there's so much potential. And, like, I mean, in those moments, you you start, like, imagining the future you have with this person. It's like so like the height of emotions. I don't know what chemicals your brain's releasing in you, but it is like such a unique moment in human existence, that time frame when you first. And that is when she not only lost that person was but also was in some ways responsible. I mean, th- this situation is very different because she was infected and it's like, uh, you know, brutal brutal but you get to see like one of the major traumas for ellie it's uh it's heartbreaking heartbreaking beautiful episode but also heartbreaking as this show is right it's it shows you beauty it shows you amazing humanity heart laughter and then all of a sudden like oh this nothing good can last right this is this is not an environment where good things stick around for very often for, yeah, you just you just get little glimmers of joy and hope and love, and then everything else is like brutal survival. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about: Are you a fan of art, movies, and all things entertainment? Then you need to check out YouTube.com/slash/InspiredDisorder. Our page is jam-packed with all kinds of great content, including making of videos of the many faces and ongoing art series of abstract ink paintings. But that's not all. We also feature daily episodes from the ray taylor show a podcast that brings you movie reviews tv show reviews episode recaps opinions on news and entertainment and much more there's also a weekly diary and top five movie rankings of a variety of categories and if that wasn't enough we've also got how-to videos covering all kinds of topics so why wait head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and start exploring the amazing content we have to offer and now back to the show also uh episode five endure and survive another one of those episodes i mean this is definitely part of ellie and joel's journey where they run into the brothers and you see kids being kids you see ellie and this other kid being kids having fun and the way that episode ends is also it is like this show will just like punch you right in the face. It w- it does not care. It will be like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to make your heart cry. And then I'm going to rip your heart out. 
right? Rip your heart out like Indiana Jones Temple of Doom style. Like Kali Ma, it is done for you. And this is the end of the episode. We'll see you next week, folks. Right? It is absolutely brutal. Seeing that bond and seeing the thing again with Ellie where it's like she's trying to do good. She's trying to save this kid. And ultimately, like, you know, it's that's not how science works. It's not how medicine works. But it, it's just another one of those things where it's like, fuck, man. Great episode, though. Um, episode eight. When we are in need. Like, actually, a very brutal episode from start to finish. You have Joel on the verge of death, just been stabbed, infection. Ellie's, like, struggling to try and figure out how to help him survive. Right? Not only protecting him, her, him, him, saving him, but also trying to protect herself. And then you have the religious cult leader guy, right? Which I love. I love this i love this episode because you know i i uh, i don't really hold religions and religious leaders in high esteem because usually some of the most evil people are those who lead religions lead kind lead groups where there is like this blind devotion to a thing or a person that is a lot of control that one human can have and generally with great power comes great responsibility right and most of those people aren't very responsible and will generally take advantage of that power and in this episode it goes there and it goes there hard and once again you see ellie trying to survive and how brutal that episode is how absolutely brutal that episode is and it's seeing how dark this cult is as far as what they're doing to survive what this religious leader cult leader guy is like every his interactions with ellie start off very innocent as most i'm sure youth pastors are right very innocent and where that goes the darkness where that goes is disgusting not only because it happened to ellie in this story but disgusting because that is a reality that kids have had to exist in because there are a fuck ton of religious leaders and youth pastors who take advantage of children because of that, because of their kind of role and the kind of pedestal that they are put in because of their role. And it is, it is some of the most evil people. People literally, if you believe in that book, People doing the work of the devil in the name of the Lord, right? Using this book in order to control people to do the most evil, inhuman things. Great episode. And just another example of how stories like this, these zombie stories show how humans are the real monsters, right? Not really the zombies, right? And the zombies, these creatures, these clickers or whatever, I think they have different names. How, like, you know, it's not necessarily, it's, they're just, they're like one, they're not like manipulating people, right? Humans are able to be evil in a, a, such a huge spectrum of ways. And the, the depths of evil that people can be is, is so much darker than just a, 
fungus that is trying to procreate and survive. Getting to see Ellie's origin story was amazing. Kind of a great way to make that make sense and to show why she has this immunity. Seeing how she literally seeing how she came into the world, like the circumstances at which she came into the world. Just seeing how from moment one has not been a very peaches and cream kind of, kind of a life. And also seeing Joel in the finale go full Rambo, right, to save her from being used as what would be an experiment. They're not fully capable of knowing what they're doing is going to work, right? There is a very, very rudimentary experiment that these people are trying to conduct based on assumptions. And to see Joel go rambo like that and i've heard people criticize that moment saying that the show didn't really like when that f switch is flipped the show didn't really set up that that could be a that joel had that in him that that switch was there to be flipped and i 100 percent disagree right S knowing what he did before killing a lot of people with his brother right we like he's survived and he has been open about this part of his past that he's very ashamed of, right? Which, if you're that ashamed in this kind of reality, then they probably, there's a big body count he's responsible for. And obviously, we've seen his, like, tactical abilities to, like, kill people, right? When they first go to that, that town, that there's, like, this kind of uh, booby trap kind of bait to trap them and to see how they basically survive. I mean, Ellie saved him in that moment, but you see he's he's confident with guns and and his ability to survive. Obviously, he's survived this long. And we've also seen right, so we've we've had a peek into what he's capable of, but he's also formed this father-daughter relationship with Ellie, right? And he's already lost his daughter due to not being able to protect her, right? Being shot by the military guy in the first episode, right? So, and you've seen this bond grow between them. And even in that episode, after the events where he goes Rambo, you see how clearly his daughter is on his mind and the comparisons with her and Ellie and him obviously just like, thinking about what they would be like together would you know how they you know they would be friends and they would have so much in common despite them being very different but she, you know he loves how ellie would make his daughter laugh and it's like so it's like clearly she is so big in his mind and obviously ellie is a big reminder of his daughter so for him to get a second chance to save his quote-unquote daughter having clear experience and ability to take people out. He's taken other people out. So for him to do that makes complete sense to me. So, and it makes sense. I mean, it also may, it's brutal. It's sad. 
because, you know, he is keeping this potentially humanity-saving thing from existing, although there's no guarantee it would have been effective. There's no guarantee that what they were the procedure they were going to do with Ellie was going to be effective in curing other people. Also, if they just find out how she gained that immunity, right? Which if that other person who lived, who didn't live, I should say, was able to live, maybe they would have been able to recreate that in some way, maybe with animals you know, or maybe with other humans and just, you know, just, just, uh, just experiment with, with new babies, right? In order to save, don't, don't use this, this person that's had a, a life to live. Like, let's just, if we're going to kill people, let's like, let's use subjects that haven't had a life yet. And if you know how to recreate that kind of immunity in a, human then you can just right it's kind of dark definitely dark but but it also the finale sets up that the brutal reality right there's always going to be this massive lie between joel and ellie like there is and i i, I would not be surprised at some point in the next season or two that becomes clear like that becomes uncovered ellie learns the truth about what happened in that hospital and learns the truth about the that whole reality of what happened to her and what joel did right but definitely it 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 puts a wedge between them this lie this big ass lie I also love the zombies in this. They have a very cool aesthetic. Definitely reminds me of the film Annihilation by Alex Garland. There are scenes where, uh, like, dead bodies have been taken over by fungus. And in that movie, very colorful, very vibrant, colorful fungus as it, like, kind of explodes out of these dead corpses. Um, there are moments of this that look so similar. It's, it's very beautiful. And also... You know, the speed at which these things move. They're also very terrifying when they do show up. So great design. And absolutely terrifying. Like, very effective. Especially the scene where you see a bunch of them. Right? You see the giant version of one, which is, like, okay. <laughs> like, I can imagine in the game that that moment when that one comes up, it's like, oh, here's the boss, right? This is not gonna, This is not good. The world building is great, right? You get to see, which I mentioned earlier, you get to see all kinds of different parts of America, right? Whether in this post-apocalyptic world, whether it's like Montana or actual cities to see what's happened to these cities, to see what's happened to everything, right? Which is another kind of a great thing you see in zombie movies, but I think it's fleshed out really well in this. Uh, including like the hospitals and hotels, seeing how those buildings are kind of destroyed and see how they traverse through them, uh, despite the fact that they've been crumbling in slow motion, you know? And even the small town in episode three, long, long time. It's, 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 all that stuff's great, right? It's a beautifully brutal show, right? It, it's, uh, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, 
It'll make you feel very intense feelings all within a single episode, right? There's terrifying moments. There's moments of absolute pure love, right? The show is packed with humanity and heart, which I love that. And it ends in a way that leaves things wide open. There's a lot of potential, right? The mission of the season completed. Uh, and, you know, it's a great, it's like encapsulated story, season one, which I... Uh, I appreciate and also now what like I'm super excited to see what's next I have no desire to read people's opinions who have played the game or listen to opinions of people who have the game and know where the story is going I do not want to know so avoiding spoilers will be maybe a little tricky I'm, I've gotten pretty good at it though like what is going to be what will this new life be what will the next mission be right those are all big questions as far as where the show goes forward. Um, how will that big lie affect Ellie and Joel's relationship moving forward? And especially when or if she ever finds out, which I, I can't imagine she wouldn't find out on some level. Something is going to happen and she's going to find out. Um, also, what about the book of puns? Like, wh what are they going to do to replace that uh, comedic levity from the, the episodes? Not that they were in every episode, but it's, you know, that was a source of, it's like one of the few things that made characters laugh. But either way, I'm excited to see where the show goes. I'm a huge fan. So I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on season one of The Last of Us. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or a rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube if you're watching these episodes. Until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.